episode of Songmas. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. Yes, you are. And well, uh, you know, we're here doing some new music, y'all. What's going on, Bev? Ow, Not ow. much. Not much. Drinking <laughs> some yerba mate, getting ready. Yeah. And well, right now we're listening to a song by Deerhoof. This is called Scarcity is Manufactured. Uh, so we're going to wrap that up and we'll be right back with some more new musica. You know, from the depths of Brooklyn, Beverly Bryan is joining us today on the show. What's going on, Bev? Welcome back. Uh, thank you. I'm ready to share <laughs> some new music with everybody. Very excited to be back again. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, we have a whole lot of show for you all today. Um, it's always a pleasure when uh, Beverlycia Silverstone uh, joins us back on the song mess. Um, we have 16 songs to get through today. Lots of new, lots music, of new music and lots of news, lots of things that we're going to start unpacking uh, little by little. But uh, just for the listeners at home, I mean, because like the last time you were on here, you it was May and it's currently the end of September. Uh, yeah, end of September. How you been? What's going on? Any any updates uh, uh, on life? Oh man, May. Wow. Well, in May, I was employed. And, and in September? <laughs> no. Well, that is an update. <laughs> and then, um, okay, but also um, other exciting things. I'm probably going to Governor's Ball. Oh, work. Tell us about that. Uh, who, who, are you, who are you trying to see? Well, who are you hyped for at Governor's Ball? Um, let's see. Oh, Barty's Strange. That's going to be exciting. I don't know who that um, is. It's that's some indie rock. That's very exciting. Okay. Um, let's see. Are you going to see I? the the baby? Oh, never mind. Mm, ha ha ha! No. <laughs> um, but Megan the Stallion's playing. Ooh, that's that would be cool. That sounds fun. I'm into that. Let's see. Um, hmm. Who else? Phoebe Bridgers. I like her. Oh, she's cool. Oh. Orville Peck, Kalani, Fun. Earth Gang, 
Carly Rae Jepsen, Burna oh. Boy, Faye Webster. Oh, I know you're going to be front row at Burna Boy. I know that you you've been we you have been talking about Afrobeat on this show since we started it six years ago, so or almost six and, years ago. You know, since long before that too. So yeah. you know, amazing, amazing. Well, um, a, a band that w- plays the festival circuit quite frequently is Deerhoof. Uh, which is the show that we, the the song that we started out with. Um, tell us a little bit about why we opened the show with. Uh, and I learned today that it, the band actually has a Latinx member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh. So, uh, which is which is why I brought the song. It's a brand new song by Deerhoof. Scarcity is manufactured. Um, this is coming from their album. Actually, you can, and that's going to be out in October. And so this song started with uh, sort of some inspiration from their guitarist, Ed Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. And it's inspired by uh, Richie Valens's very, very famous version of La Bamba. And, you know, so the idea started, you know, um, sort of like a kernel from that. And um, so that's, I thought it was really cool. It just dropped. And um, I've got a whole, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. So I guess it's kind of appropriate, which lol. Um, I mean, Richie Valens is kind of the patron saint of uh, Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage, Heritage Month. Month. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're out there listening to this podcast and you hate Hispanic Heritage Month, but you <laughs> feel awkward about hating Hispanic Heritage Month, we're here for you. We're listening um, I mean, how, how are you, Beverly, uh, Brian, a proud Latina celebrating, uh, Hispanic? No, I'm kidding. Richard. <laughs> I mean, I, because I mean, when you mentioned like, oh, we got to talk about Hispanic heritage month, it like completely, like, I was like, oh, I guess it is technically that time of year, isn't it? Um, uh, tis the season to, to, um, I don't know, perform our brownness or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like, I'm, I'm neither here nor there for, about it. Like, I understand that like, you know, a lot of people, uh, the representation does matter. And like, you know, like a lot of people, you know, want to be seen and heard. And, and this is a good time of year to remind, uh, I'm not going to say the world, but definitely the United States at large, uh, that, you know, Latinos, Latinas, Latinx folk, uh, exist. Um, I wish, you know, that conversation included talking about how Latin America exists, which it doesn't usually. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, I'm getting some paid work <laughs> this month for, for Latinx Heritage Month. Uh, stay tuned to some uh, exciting contributions to the KEXP um, Aquí y Ahora series. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, like, I hope that whatever this time of year means to you, uh, well, I hope it, you enjoy it. I hope that you get out of it what you need. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month to all who celebrate. Yeah. It's like, is it it, like, I feel like it's like Hanukkah, like, oh, it's happening. But like half the people are like, meh. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, actually. Um, I think um, the, the real question is where do Latinos who don't celebrate Latinx Heritage Month eat during our version of Christmas? There is no Latinx Heritage Month, though. There's like oh, it's Hispanic I mean, Heritage Month. It's specifically I, Hispanic Heritage Month, which is why like um, Lido Pimienta was posting on Twitter. Like basically she went on a whole thing about it. She's like, let um, Hispanic Heritage Month. Thanks. I hate it. I don't know. No, she, actually, she she posted something really smart and brilliant. 
Well, I mean, the, the, you know, there's been a rebranding of it over, over the last few years or, or an attempt at rebranding it like into Latinx, um, you know, no, which, wait. but I, I, and like, I totally understand where Lido's coming from. I mean, that's why I don't, I try not to say Hispanic. I, I actually tried not to use the word because that particular word anchors the identity on the Spanish language and it completely uh, ignores, um, well, first of all, people who in Latin America or who don't speak Spanish, um, including plenty of Latinos in the US, um, uh, Brazilians, um, and of course, indigenous people. So uh, I personally try not to use that word altogether. Like I like, if I have to choose one, I'll just say Latin. I don't even, like, I don't know why we had to make up like, you know, the, with the X, I like, I, I'm actually starting to not use Latinx very much. Um, because I'm like, well, we made up a word that everybody's mad at when we could have just used one that worked that the one that already existed <laughs> and that was already gender neutral, but cool. Um, wow. We started intense. This, <laughs> this episode got off, like canceled within the first five minutes. Um, it's fine. The listeners are used to it. That's a record for us. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, we, we are keeping it messy. We're keeping it on brand, Beverly. And that's why I'm so excited to have you back. Um, and uh, let's move on to some more music because, we, again, we have 16 songs to get through today. Um, and up next, we're going to listen to Tony and the Kiki. Uh, this song is called Extra Express. This is another one from your playlist, Bev. Um, I actually don't, I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't know them. Richard, you might not have heard of Tony and the Kiki because they are brand new. Okay. The, the Extra Express is their second single. Okay. Um, this is a very new, uh, very queer, glitter, glam rock band out of New York City. Uh, the lead singer's name is Anthony Alfaro. And okay. uh, they kind of remind me of what it would be like if um, Benito Skinner, you know, from Instagram had a band. Okay. Um, you know him? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah. He's he's very funny. Okay, um, okay. And I don't know. Uh, they do my saggy old heart some good. They're I think they're mostly from Queens, and I don't know. They've this. They've got an EP called Light It Up coming out in November, and okay. that's all I've got on them. Lots of, uh, by the way, dear listeners, this uh, this early part of the show is going to be a bit uh, heavy on the rock and roll, which I'm into. We haven't had. Uh, a whole lot of rock. And I, I think actually we'll get into that discussion a little uh, further in the show. So right now we're going to listen to Tony and the Kiki. The song is Extra Express. And we'll be right back with more Beverly Bryan and new music. Hit it. <laughs> Thank you. 
So the second song that we just heard there is by Los Walters. It's called Antifaz. Um, and this is off, well, I mean, listeners of the show, I'm sure you know Los Walters because we've played them quite a bit on the show. And more specifically, I have played them on the show quite a bit <laughs> uh, because y'all know that I enjoy an upbeat track. I enjoy some synth pop. Um, and this is off Los Walters' uh, most recent record called Mis Universos, uh, which is a, a cute little play on words, obviously on Miss Universe, but also on their, you know, my universe uh, or my universes. Um, and I think, I, so this is definitely my favorite track off that album. Um, it's a really long album, which is part of like, I was very surprised with the rollout for that, for that record because they were, you know, like how the industry has changed more towards like singles and EPs because like albums suddenly became not viable because we're all overwhelmed with releases that da, da. So, you know, Los Walters were pretty like 
you know, at the forefront of that wave. And so they started like for the last couple of three, four years, they've only been releasing EPs and singles, uh, which I think is very smart. It's gotten their, their music a, a wider reach. However, they then dropped like a 15, 18 track album. And I was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> um, so that was like a lot uh, and it's a lot to get through. And honestly, I think there's a little fat on it. Um, but you know, that could go, but, um, Los Walters are actually going to be, uh, an upcoming guest of song mess. So stay tuned what? for that. Yes. What? Things are happening, Bev. Um, so I guess this is as good a time as any to let you guys know a little bit of what's going on because, uh, this will be our, uh, last, uh, timely episode for quite some time. Um, because I just got back from the Caribbean. Uh, where I was at for two months. Uh, I was visiting my parents in Dominican Republic. Um, and while I was there, I was like, well, I can't really afford to travel like that on a broke freelancer's you know, income. So we're going to make every second count. And I turned it into work. And so I did uh, about 35 interviews in the Dominican Republic. Um, and I'm going to round out a few more uh, via Zoom so that it's a series of 40 interviews in the Dominican Republic. And then I went to Puerto Rico for 10 days and I did 25 interviews. Um, and I'm going to try to round that out to 30. So basically, uh, I definitely have over 60 interviews currently in the can. Um, and, you know, it's probably going to be 70, 75 total. So this, these two series are going, I mean, we're going to take like a one or two episode break in between the two series, but basically these are going to be coming out through like June of 2022. Like it's going to be, and it's going to be two a week. It's going to be a lot, but y'all wanted to know the Caribbean. Y'all are going to get to know the Caribbean. Um, yes. so it's Love pretty, it. it's pretty exciting. I got some amazing names, which I, I, obviously if you follow us on, on socials, you, you've seen some pictures, um, for in Puerto Rico, I talked to Buscabulla. I talked to Los Walters. Um, I talked to Pepe Kilo of Fuerte Villete and Davila 666. Um, and we went deep. Um, uh, Pe Pepe was maybe my favorite interview. So talking to him, talking to Carlos Santiago was amazing. Um, and in the Dominican Republic, uh, legends. Uh, we're actually going to close out with one of uh, those legends, Yomara Fortuna, but that's way later in the show. Um, you know, Toque Profundo, Inca, uh, La Marimba, El Gallo Lester. So really, really cool stuff is coming. coming. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Oh, and the first uh, interview of the series... Um, I will say it here. Why the fuck not? It's with my parents. What? Uh, <laughs> um, Get out. Well, I figured I was like, so like I, I was trying to figure out who's going to open up this series. And I figured, well, like it was the last interview that I did was with them at our home in DR uh, where I grew up. Um, and kind of like throughout the series, it's me sort of like reconciling a lot of stuff from my past uh, of like being a kid, a weirdo in the Caribbean, uh, which can often be like Latin America often can be a very, a very, a series of homogenous societies. So like stepping out of that box can often be very difficult and you don't necessarily see yourself as a queer or just a general weirdo that like, you know, Rita Indiana, that's why Rita Indiana was, is, it wasn't, is such an, an icon and a legend because she like broke that mold, you know, and she's not the first, she's not the only one. And we get into all that. But it was me sort of being like, wait, there are other weirdos now? Whoa. There are, like, I can be openly gay now? Whoa. You know, so obviously lots have changed in almost 20 years since I left the island. And so I figured talking to my parents 
Um, you know, my own personal story is a bit on the strange side because I'm not from there, but I grew up there and my parents aren't Dominican and yada, yada. So I want it like, I, you know, I'm not just like saying that I'm weird because I think that's cool. Like I wanted to give you guys real context about what my life is and why it is the, the way that it is. And so that's the first episode of the series. It's with my parents, with Clara and Jimmy. Uh, and okay. But I have to know, do you talk to them about music? Oh yes, and of do course. They, and do they talk to you about music? Of course. There's a there's a playlist. Of course, there's a playlist. All right, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> um, uh, it is it, the the episode will be in Spanish, which I was surprised. I, I thought my mom would want to do her stuff in English, uh, but but yeah, like we we get we got into it. We got real. It was very um, uncomfortable, very weird, uh, but ultimately very very cool. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. And I hope that all of you listening, um, enjoy that. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, um, I guess like we just, we strayed from Los Walters. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just really, really love that song. That song is uh, a fucking banger and a half. No, I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, it's euphoric, like Los Walters euphoria at its best. Yes. Kind of like, um, a darker, harder version of Men Without Hats or something. Yes, and they're they're trying out a darker sound, which I think is really interesting. Um, I, I spoke with, well, half of Los Walters. I spoke with Luis of Los Walters, who's the taller one, uh, the one with the great legs, because there's the one with the great legs and then there's the one with the pretty eyes. Um, and yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how most people tell them apart. Um, so yes, but anyway, talking to Luis, like we got to talk about like, the, uh, a new sound that they're trying out. They're trying to play around with some new genres, uh, a darker sound, uh, pretty interesting. And I think that song definitely showcase this song Antifaz showcases that it's definitely darker. It's definitely moodier. It's sadder. It's more euphoric. Um, and I also think it leads well into the next song, which is by dinosaur 88. Uh, this is Indeed. another, this is another song from my playlist. Um, they're from Guatemala. I, I don't know if I've ever sent you dinosaur 88. Um, they have been guests on the show. Uh, so shout out to Alonso, uh, well, Luis Alonso and, and, um, and Sebas. Um, and this song, uh, Fuerza Incontenible, uh, is off their uh, brand new album, um, which is just this beautiful sort of like, you know, speedy synth pop, very like, it's, it's rocky, like it's rock at its root, but it's ultimately synth pop. Um, the record is called El Mejor de los Mundos Posibles. Um, and like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a song that's like been getting me pumped up. Um, it's very like shimmery and fun. Um, Let's ride. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to listen to that now. Again, this is Fuerza Incontenible by Dinosaur 88 or 88. Um, and we'll be right back with more new music.
All right. And we're back. And the second song that we just heard there is by Carrion Kids or Carry On Kids uh, with Jasmina Herschel, who is, I uh, uh, well, in the, I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, but the song is called Mal. Uh, this is one of your tracks. I was actually very, very glad that you brought this song in, Bev, because these are my friends. Um, what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, tell us about the song. Why are we listening to it today? Well, uh, apparently Garage Punk is not dead. Definitely um, not. You know, as you well know, then uh, this band's been around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, garage Punk band from Mexico City. They are a uh, quartet. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you've seen the video for Mal, but it is transcendently awkward and I love it. And I haven't, but here's a, a, a vinyl of their last record, uh, of their last album, which they did, gave me at, at their studio. Did you know that um, they have a new album coming up? Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Por Mi Culpa, Por Mi Culpa, Por Mi Gran Culpa. Uh, uh, that's great. And um, I don't know, I this is actually my introduction to them. Um, and I just, it caught my ear because like, it's old school garage punk. They clearly know what they're doing with the genre, but yes. um, they, uh, but it, it sounds current. So it makes me feel like there's, there's still some life in that, that approach to rock music. And yes. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. So I, um, I, I can't say that I know them like super, super well. Like I met them recently. So you might hear, um, uh, well, so the previous episode to this one uh, was with uh, a guy Keltner of Freak Out Fest out in Seattle. And so I interviewed him for a story that I wrote for Bandcamp. And I interviewed him at the Monkey Bee Rehearsal Studios, which or spaces, which are owned uh, or co-owned by some of the members of Carry On Kids, uh, including Jasmina Herschel, uh, who is the featured artist on this uh, track. Um, so what's cool about all these artists is that they all sort of like share a bunch of like it's like five bands with like six people. Um, so like, you know, so <laughs> Jasmina plays with Carry On Kids. She plays with so Los Honey a, Rockets. She plays with Mala Suerte. It's a scene, but it's six people. It legit, like legit, legit. She plays with- There's a lot of, there's a lot of that. She plays with Acid Tongue. Uh, guy, so this guy, the director of this festival, he's like the founder of Acid Tongue. So they all now have like a new band called Mala Suerte. Like, you know, so it's really rad. It's like, that's how I met them. And by the way, y'all go, go listen to our inter- my interview with Guy Keltner. It was so fun. Um, what he was a phenomenal interview. And I will be in Seattle uh, and Portland for um, uh, Freak Out Fest. I bought my tickets already. So um, see you there, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, okay. I was so I was so excited that you brought the song in for sure. Okay, but what what are, what's what's carrying kids like live is what I want to know. I, I've never seen them live, but like I you know so they they also do Monkey Bee Festival, which is it's pretty much it's rock and roll. It's pretty straightforward rock and roll. Well, um, as you know, that's kind of my thing. Yes. <laughs> well, and what we're gonna listen to next is also rock and roll. Um, so you brought in this song by Zeta or Zeta, um, La Flor de la Palabra. Are they from Venezuela? Yep. yep, oh, yep. Okay. So, okay. So it's the same set that I know. Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Tell They're us about six them. Six piece band from Venezuela. They're based in Miami. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. They're based in the U S now. They're cur- actually currently on a U.S. tour. Um, and they're about to release an album called, uh, Toro Bailarlo. Okay. And, uh, 
yeah, no, they're they're an interesting band, you know, um, kind of post psychedelic, post rock, right type of thing. Um, I'm pretty into them, and uh, interesting story about them, you know, when they when they had to leave uh, Venezuela, when they decided to get to leave Venezuela to try to get away from a lot of the problems there, mm-hmm. they. Um, they spent time in a lot of different countries in South America um, and I believe throughout Latin America, just, you know, they'd, they'd get a visa and they'd try to survive playing shows and they'd just stay for as long as they could legally. Sure. Yeah. And then they just go to the next country. So it's kind of a way of touring. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely that. I mean, I, um, uh, so I was listening to the, I was listening to, cause I, I think I wrote about them once, like once upon a, once upon a dream for like songs of the week at Remezcla. Um, but like I was, so I was listening to this song that you sent. Um, and uh, I thought it was really interesting that they, so it, I was like, oh, this is like psych, but it, it's almost like a retro psych. Like it reminded me a lot of like early Santana, like, mm, you know, like, yeah. like, like very like Definitely. jam band, like, like big expansive band, like coming like dance and vibe and very drum circle energy, um, you know, but yeah, I felt it was like Santana. It was like, um, it's Santana meets Mars Volta. Okay. Okay. Like, I thought it was like old fashioned, but modern. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, I dug it. I dug it. I mean, uh, you know what? Might as well just listen to it now. Um, so uh, let's go on with uh, this is Zeta or Zeta. I think it's Zeta. Uh, it's called the song is La Flor de la Palabra. Um, and we'll be right back with more uh, Beverlycia Left Eye Lopez.
pueblos y gobiernos del mundo. Hermano, no morirá la flor de la palabra, podrá morir, morir el rostro oculto de quien la una una del fondo de la historia y de la tierra, ya no podrá ser arrancada por la soberbia del And so, yeah, the second song that we just heard there is by Sergeant Papers, friends of the show. Um, and this song is called Se Siente Bien. Um, so I'm actually really excited for the uh, forthcoming uh, Sergeant Papers record. I don't know when it exactly is supposed to drop, but I'm pretty sure it's dropping before the end of the year. Uh, they put out four uh, singles already, um, two or three of them with like these really to dope videos. Um Se Siente Bien was the first single that they dropped for, for this new record. Um, and I really, really liked it because it's just like really kind of it's it's a it's a very cutting song. It kind of eviscerates the scene. Um, and like it's very like it's it's kind of it's a it's very like everybody's like, oh, like everybody tells you to invest in your you know fucking craft or whatever, but like it's just like you know, but then they just go to Canada. Like there's like you know, I don't know, like a band gets paid more in the US to to play a show than there's money in the whole scene here. Like uh, it's it's they're like eviscerating everything and like the, the Mexican music industry. And it's fascinating. Uh, it's not the only thing that they've done. But like this one, I just I feel like the intention of it. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Aside from the videos, the videos, they have one video where they like are in a video game. Another video that like it was the song, the other song that I considered bringing. It's called Sandwich de Monda. Um, and basically it just plays out as this like really hokey pokey, um, like spy thriller, uh, in Hermosillo, but it's like beautiful because since it's up in Sonora, like they have all these beautiful, um, desert landscapes. Uh, they, they have a, a plane that's in this like big, uh, 
food truck park or whatever. Like they kind of co-own that plane. So they shoot scenes in that plane. Uh, it's really cool. Like they're just whatever, everything that they're doing is really rad. Um, the new record I is love gonna- when people find like really smart ways to make a music video that looks good without spending a ton of money. Well, I don't know that they haven't spent a ton of money because these videos are being done by Neuderts. So, um, okay. So Neudert, so some people might know that name because Carl Neudert is the singer of Señor Quino, uh, who have played Coachella, who just played Riot Fest last weekend. Um, and, but his brothers have like this production company and they've been doing these like really incredible cinematic music videos. And they've done some, you know, videos for like Simpson Huevo for Ed Maverick. Um, and they've been doing all of the, the, the Sergeant Papers videos. Uh, and so they look, it's a fucking movie. They look dope. Um, so again, like run to their YouTube, catch all these videos. Um, and again, I love this song. It definitely, you know, follow these guys. Like this is one of my favorite rock bands in Mexico right now. They're doing cool stuff. It's very like garage punk. They're, they're two brothers, you know, um, uh, uh, oh God, Ivan and Felipe. That's the one that I know. Um, and yeah, it's just like, you know, drum and guitar and boom, 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 boom. Like they're great. I'm a huge fan. Um, and you know, uh, I'm actually very excited to to uh, talk about, well, the next um, song. I just mentioned Riot Fest, and we have a Chicago band next. Um, Divino Nino, shout out to you, Bev. So I actually, am, I was so excited to see this song on your playlist because I loved this song. Tell us about Drive. Oh, this is one of my favorites, too. Um, definitely... Uh on this episode, on this playlist. Um, and you know, I love this band. Um, I really like how their song is evolving, um, or sorry, I really like how their sound is evolving. Um, you know, for anyone who's not familiar, uh, they are a band from Chicago, mm-hmm. um, who I believe me and Richard both saw for the first time in Chicago. Oh, that's true. We saw them together, huh? <laughs> yeah. And they were, um, years and years ago at Rito Fest on a little tiny stage. Um, and I love this song. It's a four and a half minute long psych pop epic um, or like garage pop epic. And um, I don't know, they still sound like themselves, um, but they sound like they've really grown a lot. Yeah. But they still sound weird. Yes. And you know, they've really taken this sort of like garage pop sound they have and they've taken it as far as it can possibly go. And they break out into this like yacht rock second half. And I'm just, you know, so suffice to say, I'm excited about their upcoming album. Um, I happen to have gotten the press release and in the press release, it says, um, according to uh, singer and guitarist Camilo Medina, the song started out um, inspired by Fleetwood Mac's Gypsy. Okay, I see that. And they ended up mixing in some influences from uh, nostalgic rock and rap from South America. And I can hear that. Yes. Yeah, you you said epic before. And I really do think that that's the operating word because like it, it gave me like, I remember listening to it and it just like, I was like, oh, what's the, you know, I was like, that was a short song and it was like, nope, we're just ha- at the halfway point and it took a turn and like, it gave me like Bohemian Rhapsody or like Stairway to Heaven moments where like it just shifts and you're like, huh? 
Um, and I loved this song. Like, this was so cool. The sound is so smooth. The bass lines are sexy. Like, I'm like, what on earth? Like, Divino Nino are really out here. Like, okay. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of Drive. Very excited that you brought it. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is Divino Nino. The song is Drive. Um, and we'll be right back with more new music.
Song Mess. Un show de música emergente latinoamericana donde mezclamos entrevistas con los sonidos más frescos del underground. Su anfitrión, Richard Villegas, es un periodista musical contribuyendo a publicaciones como Remezcla, Rolling Stone y Bandcamp. Y con Song Mess, las conversaciones toman un giro más casual y personal, revelando el mundo interior de cada invitado. Song Mess está disponible en todas las plataformas digitales. Escúchalo martes 9 p.m. y jueves 9 a.m. por Nova Hits Radio. Song Mess. Salmo el pario marquesina, las mujeres traen su bikini. Se quitan los cholos, andan en mini. Mucha chapa grande, con los ojos miren. Vamos para la piscina para hacerle un arco iris. Un coro acelerado, mucha mari, mucha moli. Si tú no haces nada, mami chula, I'm sorry. Con los grandes que yo ando, no andan en historia. Entrega de una vez o te llaman la poli. Entrégala, entrégala, entrégala. Entrega de una vez o te llaman la poli. Entrégala, entrégala, entrégala. Con los grandes que yo ando, no andan en historia. Entrega, 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 entrega. I'm worldwide, I got bitches out of Lebanon I can fly your hoe up for the holidays Drop emojis on your baby mama face I stuck it hoes on my grandmama grave I shot them at the top of my mama name Gang, gang, we gang, bang, peep the lingo Face good, the culo, magnifico Met her in Miami, she from Santo Domingo Face good, the culo, magnifico Drag a lot, drag a lot, drag a lot, interesting pairing i don't know somehow that really worked for me um those those two songs together can can you tell me about what we were just listening to well i, ha I so yes this the song is called entregala and this is by cheeky el de la vaina and freddie gibbs uh grammy nominated rapper from the united states freddie gibbs um and you know i so this so this is kind of the halfway point of the show because like a lot of the the rock more rocky stuff was like at the top and i was like i wasn't sure how to transition it so like i paired two weird songs together and i really really yeah and i really liked uh i really liked the song entregala and like i actually tweeted it at uh fantano the needle drop and he like retweeted he was like oh yeah this is really great um because this just randomly came out and nobody said anything about it so freddie gibbs obviously you know we know as a popular u.s rapper um african-american um you know and i just was like wait you did a Dembo track. And I like, I looked into it. I was like, wait, is he Dominican in any way, shape or form? He isn't. Um, so I'm not entirely sure how this song came to be, but it's so much better for it. I mean, cause Chiquiel de la Vaina is, you know, a Dembo artist from Dominican Republic. And 
Um, they're like, it's so interesting. I wanted to bring this in because there's been so many conversations happening on Dembo recently um, because Tokisha is like this breakout star. She has a song with Rosalia. She has a song with J Balvin. She's like one of the leading forces of Dembo uh, in Dominican Republic. And I'm personally not a huge fan of hers. I, I don't, I'm not really down with the music as much, but uh, there's another Dembo track that I wanted to bring, but that's going to play during one of our Dominican interviews. So I decided to save that for later. But this one, I was like, this is really cool. This is because also, you know how like for a hot minute now, it's been that like gringo artists uh, are, are doing like these collabs with people in, in Latin America, like Madonna and Maluma, which is random or Dua Lipa with like, you know, but it's all like really watered down and corny. Well, and it's also label made. It's not because like two artists yeah. thought that it was cool. I like this particular song. I can't imagine a label was like, hey, Freddie, it'd be great for you to work with some random Dominican Dembo artist. Like, you know? Oh, and um, I think that uh, I've been, I, I actually Googled this, you know, and I saw that this was happening. And I think he's done this before. I think he occasionally. Freddie? Um, yeah, I think. Huh. Hmm. No, I think he just. No, he's, he hasn't done this before, but I think he he explored. He's he's a little bit. He's just musically very open minded, I think. Sure. I think um, I, I think I did hear something from Freddie doing something else it was like an electronic song. I don't really remember very well, but like you are right. He, he has done things that are out of like the more traditional rap and hip hop trappings. I think he ate this track up, though. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, the, the song is so good. Like, I mean, it, it's it's also kind of fun because he pronounces the, the title of the song in a very gringo way. He's saying Intregala, which I like, I was very like, huh? <laughs> like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean, it, it's it's bad, but it's part of the charm because he like works that into the flow in which he raps. Um, I, I think the song is a fucking winner. I love it. I think the song is dope um and yeah i mean um, oh that reminds me uh if if anyone is interested in uh you know reading more about uh fun dominican sounds um our former or our former editor at remezcla isabelia mm -hmm. herrera has a cool piece to check out in the new york times right now um about dominican sound system culture that i recommend you all check out yes um, so check that out yeah, it's it's That's a all it's, to say. it's a vibe. When I was in DR, like it's just like the you know booming cars are definitely a moment. Well, um, that's that's my entire neighborhood, and I think that <laughs> which like was before I started writing about Latin music, and I, maybe that's been like my entire like uh, superhero slash villain origin story. Sure, it's just um, all the music that that you have around you and in, in your neighborhood constantly. Yeah, I think so. That's what like that's I think that's what it is. It's just like. It's it's it got into my cells. Well, that, that's actually, you know, I mean, that makes perfect sense that uh, Salt Cathedral said the same thing when I first mm -hmm. interviewed them. They were like, you know, we lived in, in Crown Heights and like it's just like we were just making fucking like really micro beats and like math rock and whatever. And it was just like, but it was Dan, there was dance hall blaring through the walls. And it was like, well, what if we did this? And and now you have Salt Cathedral as we know them today. Um, so I think about that a lot where I'm like, like sometimes I even listen to um, like Animal Collective or something mm -hmm. or like any other like um, band. And I'm, you know, if you ask like, and it, or like or like band from Brooklyn, I'm like, no, you just, you heard that blaring out of a car and sure. you stole it. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's probably what honestly, probably what happened. That's that's the one of one of the one of the you know double-edged swords of living in the city. Like sometimes it's exhausting and you want to escape it, but sometimes like you're influenced by it in a very nice way. Um, yeah, and I mean, and you know, like cool to like, yeah, shout out to DR. I really had a lovely time. Um, more than a lovely time, actually. It was really it's one of the most enriching trips I've, I've ever taken because again, it was, it was an opportunity to sort of revisit so many things from my past. Um, you know, gay trauma, you know, like I was able to have sex in DR, like, which in my mind, because I was so afraid of being found out when I was a teenager, I could never sexualize DR. So like that, like having, having sex in DR was like therapeutic. Um, and Hello, sexual healing. <laughs> um, other than fun, it was healing. Yes. Um, and so that was cool. Um, got to sort of like have some uh, in-depth conversations with my parents about some serious shit. Um, it got me sort of like feeling like I might be living in DR again soon wow. uh, part-time you know like just because like i i mean i need to still work and do my thing and the richard villegas brand is growing and you know i can't be in the middle of nowhere in the caribbean um because i don't i wouldn't even be living in the capital i'd be in like in, in santiago which is the second city um you know so like i was just like you know like but i want to spend more time with them for sure i mean they're they're getting up there in age and um there's plans to buy their house um and like, I want to own that house. And I have, you know, I'm like, it's a, th it's a big three bedroom house, you know? Um, and like, I'm like, I could, you know, like my music stuff, my music work is growing. I was just like, I could own this house someday. And like, you know, what if like I converted one, uh, one or two of the bedrooms into like recording space or, you know, like a rehearsal studio, like I could like actually start working with artists directly and, yada 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 so like lots of lots of things lots of things are brewing uh turns out that my best friend from high school works in the government now um so that was interesting turns hmm. out that my mother's best friend she works with the u.s consulate so that was interesting so i'm definitely so like i've already for, for example made uh, uh made meetings or scheduled meetings with a bunch of um uh, people here in Mexico to be like, how do we go about start, we start bringing people from the Dominican Republic to like play here or like do, you know, residencies. And like, I have been tagged in one too many whitewashed reggaetons, you know, like, I mean, you know what, some, some, some Emily in Paris ass, you know, singer wants yeah. to want, wants to do a reggaeton fine, but at least do it with somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. You know, so I'm I, like, I feel like, again, like coming back from DR, it's, it was cool and it was scary and it was enriching. Um, and there's a massive story that I can't talk about yet because I don't know if it'll be out by the time that this episode is out. Um, but lots of like really important, potentially career defining things happened while I was in DR. So I'm very wow. excited for you all to start listening to those. <laughs> um Let's uh let's take a um let's make a musical transition. Uh up next, uh let's listen to Musaraña. Um just going to switch uh, the playlist order one second there, but like let's listen to Musaraña. Tell me about Munchi Sexual. All right. Okay. So uh this is a New York-based 
Puerto Rican duo. Okay. Um, by, that's Musa Rania. And so this is Maria Leboy and then uh, the producer Andres Rigao. And um, they call the musical genre they have Despojo. Okay. And um, so the video is so fun. Okay. She's in a bathtub full of tostones. <laughs> Work. Okay. Legend. Work. I don't know. That that's all I have to tell you about it. Just 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 listen to the song. Okay. All right. We're gonna listen to that now again. This is Musaraña. The song is Monchi Sexual. Uh, and we'll be right back with more new music. Thank you. 
right, and we're back. Um, and the second song that we just heard there is by Meth Math. It's called Tambaleo. Um, and I am kind of obsessed with this song. Um, I, I don't know if I've if you've heard Meth Math before. I feel like we've listened to them. We play them on new music episodes in the past or end of year wrap ups. Um, Meth Math are really interesting. At, at least when I interview them, they were a three piece from Hermosillo Sonora. And they did like what they were doing before was like this spooky, ooky, um, like gothy reggaeton. And this song is not that, but this song is like a glow up as hell from the sound that they had before. I feel like it's much more polished. It's much more ethereal. It feels a bit more R&B, honestly. Um, and I really, really, really liked uh, this latest single by Meth Math. What, what did you think, Bev? Uh, yeah, if I feel like I'd heard them before, like you might have played them before, but I feel like I, I've never, I feel as though I've never heard them before because this feels entirely new. Um, this is incredible. Um, this is my favorite <laughs> song you brought. Um, and I love music that sounds like this. This is, and it, it's, it's so, it sounds so futuristic that it's kind of chilling. Yes. Um, and I haven't heard anything that's inspired by Latin American rhythms or, or that uses that tradition as a jumping off point that sounds this forward thinking in a long time. And yeah, so I was just, I was just so into it. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting just for electronic music in general. And it just like, yeah, that was a, this, this was a musical quantum leap, just generally speaking. And so, yeah super pumped on this song. And then, you know, um, I saw you were bringing them. So I Googled it and uh, I, I read an article that said um, the three members met while they were making a horror movie together. I didn't know that, but that sounds entirely correct. I love that for them. <laughs> yeah. So Angelica, the singer, she's like very, uh, unique looking. So she's like a model. She's very tall, thin, very beautiful. But again, she has like a very unique quality to her face, definitely to her styling, the way that she dresses. She often performs in wigs. She looks a little bit like, like anime Lolita, but like out of a horror film. Um, the imagery of the stuff that they post is very surreal and like unnerving and disquieting. It's very like, ugh. Um, and so that's very much part of the mythos. Um, the other pr uh, produce the so Angelica she writes and sings, and then the two producers that she works with are um, Error Error or Error Error um, and Bonsai Babies, and who I knew about because of Danny Shivers because they have worked together before. Um, and so Danny Shivers, obviously queen of Mexican goth. So, you know, it's all very much in this sort of like weird spooky ooky, which by the way, we're entering spooky season. Oh, um, that reminds me. Very important news. Yes. The, really, very of all the news, of relevant, all the things. Highly relevant, I think, to our listenership. <laughs> uh, of, of all the things, this is the only one that I care about today. Very important to, um, you know, I, I believe you know, the LGBTQ Latinx community. Uh, Elvira is gay, hey! everyone. Merry Christmas, happy gay Christmas, AKA Halloween. Um, <laughs> no, well, Pride is happy, is gay Christmas. Halloween is, is gay Thanksgiving. Uh, but um, yay, shout out to Elvira. You know, 
Hispanic Heritage Month, go ride the bus. Don't care about this. Elvira being in a 20-year relationship with a woman. Abso-fucking-lutely. Shout out to Elvira. Shout out to queerness. Shout out to loving openly because love is love. Um, but yes, of course, the queen of Halloween is a queen dyke. or like yes. the mistress. So, oh, okay. So wait, now you're telling me the mistress of goth camp mm-hmm. is is kind of gay not kind of pretty gay i don't i don't <laughs> i don't i can't believe that i that doesn't make any sense yeah no it, way. her partner is called dark and so elvira is the mistress of the dark um uh-huh. and, yes. <laughs> um but yeah so uh I, I mean hispanic heritage month is like in a corner just like you couldn't show me like a half of this excitement, but all right, go, go off. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay. So for me, for Richard Villegas, I, I mean, you guys know that I mostly focus on Latin America these days. Uh, that's kind of like my bread and butter music from Latin America, da, da, da. But this episode is interesting. I mean, maybe it is because of Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, this is kind of the most bands or artists from the U.S. that I have brought to the show in a long time. Um, And up next, we're going to listen to a song by Ariel and the Culture, and it's called Push to Start. And this features Pretty Boy Aaron, Bruh Nice, uh, Khalid Abdul. And um, a few months ago, was it it this year? Was it last year? Um, I think it was this year, actually. Um, I wrote a story about you know, uh, Latinx artists in Dallas um, and how there's like a whole scene, there's a whole movement because like everybody always looks to Austin, but like uh, Austin is just very like hippy dippy, crusty punk. Like, I don't know, like you can't get code if you're vibrating high. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, Austin, I like Austin, but like, I don't, the music in Austin doesn't do it for me, but Dallas has a lot of really great music. Um, and so, I mean, they both do, of course, but like the Latino stuff, the Latinx stuff, I definitely prefer the Dallas stuff. Um, and so Ariel and the culture. Okay, I don't know who needs to hear this, but um, getting the vaccine is very high vibe. Okay. <laughs> I just, just want to put that out there. Yeah, go 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 vibe with the AstraZeneca or vibe with the Pfizer. Shit, if you gotta vibe with J and J. If you absolutely gotta, at least you got both poked. But go vibe with that shit, y'all. Um, My spirit guides told me that Moderna was the one to go with because Dolly Parton, of course. Um, Dolly Parton is it, like she co uh, co funded moderna so like that's actually the one that i wanted but it is what i got pfizer it is what it is are, are you vaccinated beth mm-hmm. pfizer. What, yeah come through like so w- you and i may attend the the met gala Nicki minaj will not uh because her uh friends her friend's ex-fiance uh got the shot and his testicles grew so um you haven't heard about that no, I know what I know. I just I I heard about that. I just don't understand. Um, so much so that the White House called her. Um, <laughs> so look, it, it's giving WhatsApp. I mean, that's you know, she's talking about doing her own research. Yep, she's doing her research on WhatsApp. Um, so I'm gonna bring it back to Ariel and the culture. Um, I think it, so I think I really, really like, um, uh, his name is Jason Bobadilla, I want to say. Um, and, um, so yeah, he's really cool. So he had this band, this whole ensemble, they were doing like very like soulful, groovy, 
R&B, like think Tank and the Bangas, but like maybe less quirky and like a bit more sexy. Um, and so then he like, I guess they dis- disassembled um, and now he's carrying on just, he still has a name, you know, he is Ariel, um, but like it's, it's a solo project now. Um, and so he teamed up with a bunch of other Dallas all-stars like pretty boy Aaron. He's like a, like a shining star of like Dallas hip hop right now. Um, and like, I believe Khaled Abdul uh, sings in Chroma, which is his hip hop group. I think Renice might also not entirely sure. Um, but basically this is this whole crew of people in Dallas just working together, doing really cool stuff. I highly recommend you guys go check out my story that I did for Bandcamp. Um, but push to start. I just love it. Just, it's this like fucking slinky bouncy bass, heavy R and B bop. Um, it just feels like, remember that picture of, uh, Usain Bolt when he like was running and like winning the gold medal and he looks at the camera and he's just smiling, like ain't nobody can catch me. This song makes me think of that photo. So <laughs> I don't know if that, it's just sort of like mugging. Like, it's just like, hey, we're rad. Don't you know? So I don't know. I really love the song. Throw it on baby. All right. So this is Ariel and the culture. The song is pushed to start. This is featuring pretty boy, Aaron Brunice and Khaled Abdul. Uh, and we'll be right back with more new music. Uh, breast star, only take a little tea, take my heart. Stick around some more, we can take my car. Heard you like a man who can take you far. That's really smart. Quick, pretty girl, yeah, had a little ambition. Got a few songs with a little recognition. Got a couple more with a little bit of listens. I can make you misses, let me get kisses. Now you gotta be kidding. Girl, so fine, cause she so witty. Girl, so fine, got me saving pictures now. All she different now, got me flipping out over little things. What it really mean? Girl, so pretty, got me feeling things. Talking on the phone, will you be mine? Never feel alone, cause he's the mind. You are my everything. I say just anything to prove it to you. I hold you down for my sake. I know it don't take much. Get it through. I won't hold you down. If you wanna go, we'll go right now. Cause I'm like, Eres cu con toda mi manada, ojos dicen que estaré bien mañana Esa mirada cuenta que está mi enamorada, te canto serenata que me saque la patada Think about it all for on the table, Benny paper turns a loaf of paper Turns to broken fragments, no romance, sunny just, early, just no so events Thank you. 
sentimientos se han hecho heridas. We just had a very vibey little sesh there. Um, that was our vibes interlude, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you were just now listening to Bewenche, 
the song was Pasado y Olvido. Mm -hmm. And um, so this is a singer-songwriter from Veracruz, um, real name Rafael Mesa. And um, yeah, I just brought the song because um, I thought it was nice. I mean, and sometimes that's enough. I mean, it was a really pretty song. I remember listening to it. Like it felt very atmospheric, very ethereal. It kind of like took me somewhere. Like it just, you know, sometimes you don't need vaccines, just vibes, you know, like. like... No, we need vaccines, Richard. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this was great. Like I, again, I enjoyed it. I was just kind of vibing along to it. I was like, yeah, all right. It felt like, um, like a breather because like um, I was actually kind of excited because like most of your playlist was really um, upbeat this time around. Cause you know, the last couple of months you've been very sort of like R and B singer songwriter vibes, yada, yada. And you know what? I can explain. Um, I was working deep in the bowels of the music industry and that was a great experience for me, but um, there was uh you know, so I was getting a lot of like, what's coming down the pike and you know, what the kids are listening to. And it's mm -hmm. a lot of R&B and mm -hmm. like poppy things and TikTok and stuff like that. And I learned Bedroom a lot. pop and whatever. Yeah, and that's great. Um, and now I, but a bunch of us got laid off all at once as happens when you have a corporate job. Work. And now I'm back out on the street um, and I'm Bugs Bunny. Back to the old me. Okay. Listening to pig fuck rock and roll. Which I'm very into that. What? So what are you doing now? I mean, I, I would imagine you're back to freelancing. Uh, you know, any editors or bands in need of a press release could probably reach out and book you. Um, what's I the write tea? band bios. Um, I uh, write articles. Hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm back freelancing again. I am looking for full-time work. Work. I, I want to be a real grown-up with a real job. You um, are a real grown-up. You were telling me about your new apartment uh, and it's really fierce. So, you know, congrats on yeah, that. So hire me guys. So <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. Thanks. Um, Thanks. I look, I'm just glad to hear that you're doing well. You seem healthy. Your hair is long and luscious. You you're getting ready for like you know, spoopy season. I can smell the, I can smell the, the pumpkin spice from here. Um, no, you're a white that's woman, not spice. a white girl. That that's, that's old spice, Richard work. <laughs> um, and well, let's see what, what, what do we got? Actually, the vibes are going to keep on keeping on, um, up next, we got a song by Isla de Caras. Uh, it's called, uh, Tu Forma de Decir Adios. Again, another song that I was very excited that you brought in. Cause I was listening to their record, uh, that just came out. Um, and I really dig it. Uh, it's definitely, I mean, I don't know Isla de Caras too much, but I know that they're kind of like on this Argentine, uh, indie pop wave with like Banda Los Chinos and Los Besos. Um, tell, tell us about a little bit about Isla de Caras, uh, Bev. Yeah. So, um, I don't know a ton about this band. Uh, the song, um, is, you know, Tu Forma de Decir Adios. It's mm -hmm. the last song on, um, their album and, you know, the songwriting caught my ear. It's, you know, it's very classic indie pop, really uh, passes muster with me. You know, it's light, but there's this perfect bittersweet melancholy to it. And um, 
and it almost reminded me of Denver. I see that. Okay, I see. I hear it. Uh huh. I I think it's more, but it's more now. Like oh yes, absolutely. Because Denver definitely has that chamber pop sort of signature. This is more. Um, trying to think of like what like is is this sort of like a little bit like los retros, like this sort of like you know it, it's nostalgic guitar okay, pop, but, but it's very twenty twenty one. But so much smarter, honestly, than Los Retros. Well, you said that and not me, even though I agree 100%. Um, <laughs> oh, so God. Much like, better, so much more sophisticated. It does sound very right now, but it's, you know. it's like the Marias, but like not boring. And also better than the Marias. Sorry. Oh, infant light, just, light, light years. I but. thought that they're just, this is a really good band. Yeah, Isla de Caras are really good. I, I I remember hearing them on the Lucia Paquetti record that came out, uh, I think, last year or earlier this year. Also really good. Go check that record out. But yeah, Isla de Caras, definitely a very promising band from uh, Argentina that I dig. And we're going to listen to that now. So again, this is Isla de Caras. The song is Tu Forma de Decir Adios. Um, and we'll be right back to wrap up the show.
All right, all right. And we're back. And uh, the second song that we just heard there is by Lili Yan, and it's called Rearview Mirror. Um, this is uh, the well, the project of Lili Yanis. Um, she is, I believe, first-generation Honduran-American, um, and she's from Georgia. She's not from Atlanta. I forget where she's from. It's, it's somethingville, <laughs> um, but it's like Carrollsville or something like that. But like, it's not, it's not, it's not Atlanta. It's, I think she's near Atlanta, maybe performs a bit in Atlanta, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so she's really cool. Um, by the way, dear listeners, this is an artist who like sent me her single. She just, she emailed me and was like, Hey, you write about music. Here's my music. And I loved it. I loved what she does. This particular song gri gripped me. She, she wrote to me about another song, but this came out this year and I was like, Oh no, no, this is the one. Um, <laughs> and so this song really reminded me a lot. Of, like, it's like that very shimmery, uh, almost synth poppy, but very pop. It reminded me a lot of Tegan and Sarah. Um, and like, in like, I was so excited about that. It reminded me a bit of Carly Rae Jepsen, um, but maybe with a bit more heart, um, you know, not quite as electronic as Robin, but along those lines. Um, and like, I really, really liked it as she sings in English and in Spanish. Um, because she wrote to me about a Spanish language song that she was releasing, which I actually had the chance to write up, but Rearview Mirror, oh my God, what a bop, what a banger. Um, really excited about, about her and what she does. She also kind of looks a bit like Corinne Bailey Ray um, from, you know, girl, put your records on. So she looks a little bit like her. Uh, I, I don't know. There were so many things that like, just sort of like she ticked so many cool boxes for me. Uh, I was very like excited to bring her on. we have a star in the making. I would say so. I, I would say keep your eye on her. Um, and and again, lots of Latinos, lots of Latinx folk in the South uh, that I've been hearing from recently. Uh, one that I haven't played on the show, but um, I have written up is El Cesar. Um, and he's based in uh, Atlanta. Um, he, what do you call it? He's Venezuelan. Um, but yeah, and he's doing like rap and trap and reggaeton and it's, great obviously you know augustine like keep an eye on on atlanta you guys um and well we're we're nearing the end of of the show um the time has come for you to Aww. lip sync for your life yeah um uh, i just want to remind everybody that lots is going to be happening over song mess uh this these coming months uh after this episode we are going to be doing two episodes a week because again if i have about already about 60 interviews in the can and about 10 to 15 more that need to happen. Uh, I don't want them to get too, too dusty. So they're going to be coming out at you fast, two per week. So stay tuned. I mean, I was so incredibly fortunate that I got like indie bands that I love currently. I got classic artists and then I got like legends, um, which is actually what we're going to close out with in a bit. So um like I'm very excited. Like really the Dominican Republic opened its doors at an insane, truly insane level. Um, and, and Puerto Rico, it took a minute to get there, but eventually they did. And again, like the adventures that I have in Puerto Rico were really, uh, unparalleled, uh, in terms of like the shit, like I, inter I, I traveled from San Juan to Aguadilla to interview Buscabulla in a park. And the boys from Sevimor, who are this excellent band from Puerto Rico, they drove me because apparently there's no buses. Um, 
and so that afterwards we went to the beach and Chango Menas, another interview, another artist that I interviewed, he came to the beach. We did the pre-interview swimming in the ocean. And then he was like, is this the interview? And I was like, no, um, but we're getting to know each other because I've never met you before. And then we went out into the car and like, you know, did the interview. So like, that's the kind of wild adventures that I went on. I interviewed, um, Gabi Chuleta, this up and coming uh, trap artist who, by the way, I, I, I wrote about for Remezcla. Go check that out. Um, I interviewed him on the street in Santurce at like midnight um, in front of a chicken spot, a legendary chicken spot called Sullivan's, um, which he actually wrote a song about. So it was really cool. Like, you know, just the wildest, weirdest, craziest shit we did. Um, so again, like DR in Puerto Rico, I'm so excited for you all to, to hear um, again, those, those interviews, that incredible music, the Puerto Rican merch game is next level. Uh, I actually had like overweight, like, because I was given like six or eight vinyl records. Um, like just like, Hey, take my vinyl, take my t-shirt da da da. like insane. So, uh, that was, uh, very exciting and very cool. Um, and, and by the way, any listeners out here in the Pacific Northwest, I will remind you that I'll be out there from November 4th through 16th, mostly in Seattle because I'll be going for Freakout Festival, uh, which again, I, I recommend that you check out uh, the previous episode to this one with Guy Keltner, the director of that festival. Um, and I'm gonna make a quick detour into Portland for like three, four days to interview some bands as well. Uh, so stay tuned. If y'all are out there, hit me up, let's have a beer. Um, and before I do the usual uh, song mess sign out stuff. Uh, Bev, I don't know if you have anything uh, to add, anything to promote, anything that people should check out, you know, any vaccines that you recommend, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, you know, Pfizer was great. I, I took a nice nap afterwards. Work. <laughs> um, I, I highly recommend it, to be honest. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, that works for me. I'm going to remind you all that you can listen to this and all of our over 300 episodes of Song Mess on your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Deezer, yada, yada, yada. Um, if you want to find us on social media, uh, that's all at Songmas, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to send us your latest single, your latest EP, video, whatever, songmessmusic at gmail.com please email. I mean, I like, I get over 200 emails a week and that's the only way that I can actually keep track of them is if, if they're in my email, if you DM me, girl, good luck. Um, so yeah, so all that will be linked in the show notes, um, as well as our Bob's playlist, which I update multiple times per week. And if you would like some uh, official song mess merch, that's when I will accept a DM. <laughs> so let me know. We have global shipping. Um, I need to make more because, well, many of you wanted yours. And so that's always exciting. But, um, but yeah, hit me up. Let, let's, get, let's get you in some Songless merch. Um, and, well, we have one more song. Um, this, I think, is currently my song of the year. Um, or it's, it's among them, for sure. Um, this is Xiomara Fortuna, and the song is called Pongo Corazón. I don't know if you've ever heard of Xiomara Fortuna, Bev. I think I have heard of her, and um, I'm going to break with our uh, conceit that I don't, I haven't listened to the songs and uh, say oh. I listen to the song, and it's it's great. <laughs> uh, Fair. I've, 
I mean, I, so this is definitely like my fave for sure. Like I like, so, 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 you know, we on this show have talked a lot about Mula, but before Mula, you know, this incredible, incredible fusion group, you know, like mixing all these Dominican rhythms with global sounds before them, there was Rita Indiana. And before Rita Indiana, it was, there was Xiomara Fortuna. Xiomara Fortuna is, rec- is renowned and, and, and known casually as the queen of Dominican fusion. She has been fusing, um, a, you know, jazz with merengue, with rock, uh, you know, since the 80s, since the early 80s. Um, she was like, you know, she sang with Tone Vicioso, who's another one of these legendary musicians, with Luis Diaz, who's another one of these legendary musicians. Um, and she's been making music for over 40 years. Her music is taught in like universities and like anthropology classes and stuff. Um, because like she like for years did her work, like she would just go live in El Campo with like, you know, campesinos and like in these different rural communities and just sort of study like their ritual music and participate and observe and da da da. And like, it wasn't like culture vulture stuff. Like she like brought in these musicians to like work with her, to teach her so that she could communicate these stories and these traditions and keep them alive. Um, So she is an absolute legend. I had, um, I'm going to be writing something about her, but I got her for song mess before I, I, I solidified that story. So uh, there will be, there's an interview with her that's going to air in three parts because it's a three hour interview um, because she has over 40 years doing this. And she is, I believe, 63 years old. Um, she put out a record in March called Viendo a Ver. Um, this song, Pongo Corazon, is off that record. And so that record is, is really, really good. And very special because, you know, she does all this stuff and it's very highbrow music. And then like one day she was just like, what are the kids doing? What are the kids listening to? And what's cool about her is that she's been in the game for 40 years, but she's like still an indie artist. Like, you know, she's very, very, very indie. Um, And so she like knows everybody and she'll work with everybody. And so one of her very good friends is Vaquero, who's one of the top rappers in Dominican Republic. And so she linked up with Vaquero's producer, Ghetto. And she's like, well, let's make a, let's, you know, let's make an Urbano song, you know, in air quotes. And she was like, it's the most fun I've ever had in the studio. And so we made another one. Is that the song? Mm, So that's the whole record. Okay. Um, so it's like one after another, after another, after another, after another. And so that's where that album came out. And so this song is really cool because like it has a lot of this sort of organic, almost tribal percussion, but there is ha- a, like, there's a, um, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but there is a very noticeable beat change um, halfway through the song and you're a bit left mouth agape um, because again, it's a, I was going to say coming to it cold. I was like, this sounds, you know, very, this does sound like very rooted in like traditional music. Yes. You know, um, specifically Dominican music, but it also sounds very forward thinking. And I'm like, Oh, so this, well, this explains a lot, you know? Yeah. Oh, she's telling me there's a, there's a, a, you know, there's a part on the song where she's basically speed rapping a la Busta Rhymes and look at me now. And you're like, but she's 63, excuse me. Um, like she, and she just ended everybody and their, and their moms and their children. Like, it's just like, she is 
everything. And like, and I feel like even that is an understatement. So I'm very excited for you all to listen to that interview. I'm very excited for you all to read my story about it, which I have to start working on soon. I'm, you know, overwhelmed. Um, but yes, Yomara Fortuna is a legend. She had a heart attack, um, like two weeks after this album came out. And, um, and, and so she's like, well, and she got better and she's, she's recovered, but she's like, well, I almost died. And I have a shit ton of things that I still want to say. So she has another album coming out, I believe in October or November. Um, and she's working on two other records. So y'all cannot take this lady. Siamana uh, Fortuna is a fucking hero. Um, and I'm very excited and honored to have interviewed her and to close out this wonderful episode with, uh, with, with her music. Um, so we're going to say goodbye now. A anything else to add, Beverlycia? Well, just that this was so much fun. And I know you have many many important episodes and after every coming out and after everything you've told me i'm you're doing so much important work with song mess and despite that though i can't wait until the next time when you have some time for a new music <laughs> episode with me yes so uh i hope we do this again soon that's all Yes, our baby is growing, and I hope, uh, dear listeners, that you're growing with us. Uh, it's always wonderful having you on the show, Bev. Um, you are definitely missed. Um, let's close out the show now. Again, uh, I'm Richard Villegas. Uh, my co-host and, and guest for today is the wonderful, the legendary Beverlycia Lefty Lopez Brian Gonzalez. Uh, happy Her uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, if you celebrate, and if you don't, well, still support indie music. Um, and well, this song is by Xiomara Fortuna. The song is uh, Pongo Corazon. Uh, this is phenomenal with production by Ghetto. Um, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you all next time. Ciao. Soy del barrio, aquí tengo mi primo Si me buscan me encuentran caliente Tengo cara de ser un 20 Si me paro también me revientas Una bala, perdí un PC, que el chivo que tú piensas 
Que en el barrio la gente no es gente. Cancelo 